three, two, one. Welcome to the Whole Phil Podcast. I'm your host, Phil Reese the DJ. That's my Facebook name. Really, Phil Reese. That's my Twitter. Philip J. Reese, that's my Instagram, my .com, and my real life. I have a special guest this week. I'll let her introduce herself. Hello, my name is Jillian Reese. I am Philip's younger, more beautiful sister. My Twitter and Instagram are Jillian. Thanks, Jillian. Thanks for joining me today, Monday, December 2nd. Now that you know my sister, let me tell you a little about me. I am a loving, lovable, fat, hairy, queer, pink, sober, spiritual, vegetarian, feminist, radical, leftist, web developer, video producer, and DJ in D.C. Now that you know a little about me and where we are, let me know a little about you. Tweet me at reese. I'd love to hear from you. Let's start the show. So Jillian, what are we going to talk about today? So today our topic is how to undread the holidays. You know, we've got a lot of holidays coming up here in the United States. And, you know, in America, we don't get a lot of time off. If you're privileged to get a little paid time off, we only have a few national holidays that you might not have to work. And you really should be spending that time decompressing and relaxing. But oftentimes the holidays mean anxiety and stress for people, especially if they have to spend a lot of time with family and friends that they're not used to spending time with. So we're going to give you some tips on how to deal with that. And our first tip is opting out when you can. Now, this isn't necessarily opting out of the holidays completely, although it could be, but it is finding ways to opt out of things that could make the holidays really dreadful. First of all, you need to set boundaries and stick to them. Make sure that you look back on previous holidays and look at things that have triggered you in the past and made your holidays more miserable. And try and think of ways that you can set boundaries around those those types of situations that can prevent you from feeling that same sort of misery. For example, like if you have a relative that likes to bring up finances and that is a touchy subject for you, you may set a boundary that you are not going you're just not going to participate in any discussions about finances and don't be afraid to say no to some things it, if you're home for the holidays and your family wants you to go somewhere let's say to another gathering of another group of the family that you don't necessarily want to go to just don't be afraid to say, I never really have a good time there. I'll be here when you get back, but I'm going to opt out of that one. And if things are really bad and you have pretty big reservations, it's okay to just say no to the whole thing and maybe try again next year. Let your family know why you would want to opt out of the 
holidays and why you're doing that. And maybe over the course of the next year, you can work on strategies together to try and make that more tenable. Our second tip is creating space for yourself. This is something that I love to do. I think creating space for yourself is really important throughout the year, but especially during times that you feel stress and anxiety, like sometimes the holidays, having those rituals and sticking to them can really be a lifesaver. So some things that you can do is bring a good book, something that you're looking forward to reading, and leave some time at the end of every day to read. We all get exhausted at the holidays. There seem to be an unending number of engagements, and sometimes you're physically and emotionally exhausted at the end of the day, but stick to creating that space for yourself, sitting down, reading, even if it's 10 minutes, if it's 10 pages, if it's one chapter, and reading does not mean going on your Twitter, that can cause more anxiety, (laughs) read something that is going to really fulfill you. Um, Book a massage or a nail appointment. You know, you might want to go by yourself so that you can have some quiet time, Um, or you can take, you know, your loving sibling along with you. And, you know, spend that hour just alone or with someone that you love. And it really does give you a good reason and an excuse. You know, you can tell your family, hey, I'll lose out on this 60 bucks if I don't go to this appointment. I really like to clean my house every time I travel um, so that I can come home to a really tranquil space. I am notorious for leaving my suitcase packed for a week or two, and having a less chaotic space really makes that ease back into life after a few days out of town a much more pleasant experience. If you are privileged and do have some paid time off and can take an extra day off of work when you return home from your holiday vacations, take that time. You know, it's a great day to sleep in, to eat some good snacks in bed, to pet your cats, and watch a couple documentaries on Netflix to just give yourself that that extra time at the end of your vacation to decompress. Our third tip is to prepare, prepare for disaster. Now, you can set boundaries, you can bring a good book, But inevitably, you're dealing with other people and disaster can strike. So it's best to think ahead and try and come up with ways that you can deal with that. Take stock of everything that could go wrong on the holidays and make a plan for how to mitigate. For example, if you have a relative that you know gets under your skin on certain subjects, you might want to figure something out ahead of time to distract yourself when that those sort of things come up. Just think ahead about everything that could go wrong. Um, and the last part of this is to have an exit strategy. If you are visiting your family and you are staying with them, it can be very stressful and you can feel 
kind of trap. So it's good to have an exit strategy for getting out of situations that can make you feel extra trapped so that you can avoid the crisis moment of, of a disaster. So let's say your family is getting together to go to a pizza parlor and everyone in the extended family will be there and you know it's going to be a big hot mess. It might be a good idea to take a separate vehicle from everyone else so that if things get really stressful, you can hop in your car and go if you're able to do that. But try and come up with exit strategies for the different events you'll be attending at the holidays so that you can mitigate a lot of those really terrible disasters before they become bad. Our last tip is to get help. Seek help from your family and friends. So something that you can do is find the allies in your family. Maybe you have a cousin or again a sibling who you can roll your eyes at, who you can give a wink when your crazy racist uncle starts talking about whatever he's, his latest conspiracy theory is. I think it's really good to have those allies within your family unit and it can make you feel less alone. Having people outside of the family, maybe your best friend or someone who you can text or call that can, you know, talk you down, that you can share this moment with, and again, that you can feel a little less alone and can give you a virtual eye roll. Something that Philip and I love to do is to find the humor and times to release the tension. Racism, homophobia, misogyny are all absurd ideas in the first place. The idea that people are inferior or superior based on things that are out of their control is actually an absurd idea. And it's okay to laugh at those things sometimes. Sometimes that's your only defense. And it really can release attention. And then the final thing is being open and vulnerable with your anxiety and your stresses and talking to your family about how they can help. This can be really, really tricky, especially if you have personal trauma related to times that went bad when you opened up and were vulnerable to people. But I am a big believer in communicating the things that are going on in your brain. It helps you just release those things and give them up, but it also gives your family a chance to step up and to be there for you. Oftentimes, that's where the healing happens. I mean, a lot of times we guard ourselves and we close off as a defense mechanism, but you do have to give your family those opportunities to right the wrongs of the past and to start healing. And who knows, maybe the next holiday won't be so stressful because some of the things that you are anxious about, you use the holiday time to work through. Thanks for joining me, Jillian. That's it for this week. If you're in D.C. and want to hear me DJ, check me out Monday the 2nd at JR's for Show 2 Sing Along. On Wednesday, I'll be at the Big Board on H Street for Market Crash. And then back to JR's on Thursday, Friday, and Sunday. Thursday is going to be that top 10 countdown that comes every week.
please tweet me what you think about this podcast at Really Phil Reach. And as always, be good to yourself, love yourself, and we're all in this together.